Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, let's get started on the fourth and final hour, the 20th and final hour of the week of the Cook and Joe show and the man who never went home today. What time did you get in this morning? You did the morning show. I'm talking about Jeff Athorn. Uh, what time did you have trouble with the weather? Did you leave early? I left a little early and it was fine. I mean, you go, went a little slower than normal. Smart out there. You know, it's, it's the North and it's winter. Yeah, like, exactly. You're you going to get some bad weather. I hate it. My minds. Today is really, it wasn't that bad today. No, It wasn't that bad. You, so you never went home. You've been here since five this morning. Aren't you weary? A little bit weary. Oh, look at what we get to do. We, this is Plus, ex- I just had some caffeine. This so. isn't exactly working <laughs> in the salt mines, is it, all day? No, uh, no. All right, let's start. we got a lot of topics to cover here, Jeff, uh, starting with the Mike Tomlin press conference. You were there yesterday. Yes. Your number one takeaway from it. I broke it down into three areas, but your number the, one takeaway. Ooh. So let me just say this overall. Overall, I th- he looked like a guy – like a boxer that had been knocked against the ropes a little bit. Like there was a, an admission or a contrition that maybe I haven't figured this out, like that I do have to make changes. I think some of that emotion was real from Mike yesterday. So I, 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 I thought it was the most honest he's ever yeah. been. And, and I think it's hard sometimes to realize that, you know, maybe I haven't figured that out. And I bet you there were conversations back there about you're not hiring from within. Like this, this right. is not going to be right. a hire. We need to bring new ideas, and sometimes that can hit you in the face, no matter how long you've been at a place. Uh yeah, I thought so too. And I mean, he he even said this is going to be a learning experience for yeah. me. Amazing, and going into his 18th year, a learning experience because the last two guys he's promoted. Uh, when Todd Haley left, he promoted. Randy Feetner, and then when he left, he promoted Matt Canada. Right. He has got to get this one right, doesn't he? I mean, and he says he wants NFL experience, and he wants a guy that can work with quarterbacks. Biggest, he has got to get this right. Biggest coaching hire of his career. I think I truly so. Believe I mean, that. I think to this point, Matt Canada was the worst mistake he ever made. Yeah, this one is is huge. I mean, there and there are some good candidates out there, uh, but this one, this one, he's got to get right. I mean, Kenny's future is in the balance to an extent. Mike's is in the balance and where this team goes from here is in the balance. I, uh, yeah, I mean, it is. What did you, your thoughts on when he said, uh, was asked if they're better this year than they were last year at this time. He said, absolutely. Certainly whatever word he used. I don't agree. I felt better about him last year, seven and two finish. I thought Pickett was taking some steps, the drive on Franco night. And then, you know, beating the Ravens in Baltimore. I don't have a good feel for them now at all. How about you? I don't think they have a quarterback, Jeff. Well, and that's that, that's why this year was a waste because you didn't find out anything about Kenny. You didn't let loose. You didn't allow him to 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 make mistakes because it was all about 
don't make a mistake instead of let's see what this kid can do. And if we lose a game or two, we lose a game or two. Let's be honest with where we're at. We're not a championship team. But instead, they tried to chase that championship this year, which made it a waste of a year because you don't know more about Kenny. But I'll say this. I feel better about next year only because I saw Joey Porter play. I saw Keanu Benton play. I saw some signs from Herbig as being a decent backup. Uh, Washington kind of depressed me in a he, way. He didn't. I didn't. I thought he tailed off yeah. badly at the end of he, the year. He, he's way too slow. Like he's got to find some speed in this offseason, whether that's rest or whatever. And Broderick Jones, I think, is a legit NFL tackle. I, I just they haven't won a playoff game in seven years, Jeff, and they've been crushed in the last five games they've played. I, I just don't know that I see him turning the corner. I thought it might have been time to move on from Mike. Um, I, 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 I get it that they're not, I know they believe in continuity and stability, but how long do you go without winning a playoff game? That's a great question because I think it's a fair question too, isn't it? Yeah. And you know, you hear from fans and I'm sure you have people that might call up. I remember a guy who called up, I forget what show it was. He was from New York and he's like, I'm a Jets fan and I don't, I can't believe how much you guys won. I would kill for that success. And I'm thinking, are you also a Yankee fan? And is getting in the postseason okay to be a Yankee fan, to just get into the postseason? Of course it's not. The expectations are here. Well, the Steelers are as well. And the Steelers play in a league that's fair, unlike baseball. So they, they, the desire is here, and never should it be down to here. And I think that's where – in a way, I thought TJ's comments were taken out of context. I, I think it's not like TJ, if they would have won a playoff game, would have been, okay, I'm good. Right. Yeah, he just he was just putting the first step out there that they just want to win a damn playoff game. That's how bad it's been. Well, it's funny you mentioned it. My column Sunday is about I would at least listen to offers for him. If you could get two number one draft choices. I'm not saying they're going to. But I'm not suggesting right. that. Um, he's going to be 30. Um, how long can he keep playing at a Superman level? I mean, he's a Hall of Famer right now if he quits. I mean, he's four-time All-Pro first team. I don't think he's going to win Defensive Player of the Year, but I think he should. Um, I would listen, Jeff. I, I don't know. There. Uh, yeah, that's I used really I, I use the analogy, you know, back in the day, Branch Rickey was the Pirates' general manager, and he traded Ralph Kiner, and he said, and Hall of Fame slugger, he goes, Ralph, we can lose with you. We can lose without you. And I'd say to TJ, we're not winning playoff games with you, man. We're not winning playoff games. And I'm not saying it's all his fault. No. But at any stretch. But he's been here seven years, and they haven't won a playoff game. That would be a tough pill to swallow. Oh, there's no doubt. And I'm not suggesting they're going to no, do it. but that's very I would intriguing. listen. It's listen, intriguing. Listen, listen, listen. Because if you get offered multiple first-rounders. For a guy who's 30. And I'm not saying that he's – but look at how making a trade – and the people are not comparable, but I'm just saying from a trade standpoint, how much is getting those first round that first-round capital and the money off the books help the Houston – From Cleveland for Deshaun Houston Watson. Houston Texans. I think you can argue that. You can, And how about what Green Bay got for Aaron Rodgers? I think you can argue that too. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I would just be willing to listen. That's just me. I think that's, yeah, that's fair. I mean, the other thing you got to, here's another thing to consider as far as everybody says, oh, you're wasting these great defensive players. You know what else you're wasting? You've got George Pickens. Whatever you think of him, if you were to pay a talent like that, 
you're spending four times at least of what you're paying him right now. I know. And you only got two more years of him on that rookie deal. I thought he grew up a little bit after the whole Indianapolis funk. Did you? And credit to him. I I mean. As I, much as we all ripped him. or at And least he, deserved for me. he deserved it. He deserved it. The play that stands out for me is, remember the ball that bounced out of Deontay's hands in Seattle? And he ran down the guy and made the tackle. I mean, I'm, I'm plotting him for doing his job, but I thought that was a big step for him. And then uh, which game was it? The Baltimore game, he wasn't targeted one time, right? And he didn't. And he didn't. You he didn't, didn't make it about him. And he was blocking and everything else. I think he's grown up a little bit, but there's just something wrong with this team. And to me, obviously, it starts at the quarterback position. They got to be better. You think they're going to bring somebody in? I know, uh, I know Tomlin said uh, he, his eyes were opened by Mason and he hopes to bring him back, but we know also Mason's a free agent. I just don't know you can bring both of them back and think you're going to be any better. What is there, one quarterback that's in the playoffs right now still that was a question mark, and that's Baker. Right. And Baker had it credit to him. I mean, Hell of Cleveland. A year. Where would Cleveland be if they would have kept Baker Held on to those draft picks and not not hose themselves with their salary cap in a guaranteed contract for Deshaun Watson. Uh, They'd be in much better shape than they're in. My point is, I mean, Allen, Mahomes, Jackson, By the way, I saw they're they're all under 30, too. All eight of the quarterbacks. You know, that's the thing the Steelers are up against. You know, you still got Burrow. You got Lamar. I mean, you got Herbert. You got uh, Josh Allen, Mahomes. They're going to have Lawrence. to find a way to win the Super Bowl with those guys. And I don't know how that's possible unless they get a lot better at that position. Yeah, and plus Rodgers might be back with the Jets. Right. And that, that was always the talk. Hey, the Jets are a quarterback away. Well, if Rodgers is back, I mean, it is. It's, it's, it is an uphill climb, and they've got to find – if they can find the coordinator, they can get the most out of Kenny. Or the other way, they find the coordinator and they realize Kenny isn't the guy – then you've got to move on. I, when Tomlin says this is a huge year. And he emphasized huge right. year. If Kenny doesn't get it done or doesn't make progress this year, I am moving on after three years. Yeah, I would I would think they will be too. I mean, it, it wouldn't be the first time a, a first-round quarterback didn't make it. I mean, it happens occasionally. I see Cam said he's definitely coming back now. You know, he was left – he didn't have a good year because of his injury, but I still think defensive line is one of the areas they need the most help in. Would you agree? And going forward, that's a place they need to to spend some resources. And I, unfortunately, Ogunjobi hasn't been what they what had hoped, and he's eaten a ton of salary cap space right. for not the production. Well, they're going to have to do something with Cam because he can't take a $22 million cap hit with him. Yeah. Not at this I, stage of I his career. I hate to spend that dead money down the – down I know, the pike, but I know. Uh, that may be what they have to do. Uh, and Cam certainly, you know, one of the great Steelers and, and one of the great people to work for the organization, represents it so well. Even if he's back healthy, he's not an 85% no. snap guy. Like, no. So they, you've got to – Loudermilk's got to continue and improve. Leal has got to figure it out. He's got an offseason to figure it out. The, the fact that the guy with that kind of talent can't even dress for a game – Yeah. And that's on him. That's now, I know they like, bet- they like Benton a lot, though, don't they? Benton's great. Benton's been great. You know, Montrevious Adams is a free agent. That's a guy I would consider bringing back. I, th- I think he gave them some good snaps. Big but, field goal block the other day, right? And But you've got to find 
you got to find another young guy that can play the tackle. Inside position. linebacker, I don't know what's going to happen with those guys that were hurt. Mm, poor Holcomb. I still think, uh, you know, the cornerback position, you need somebody. I think Pat Pete's probably on vapor right now. Um, he didn't look good at all in Buffalo, did he? No, but I, I think Pat Pete could be a safety for you. Maybe, maybe. Uh, safety slash nickel, I think he can fill that role. The cost is a little higher than you want to spend for that position. Um, but I think – because of when they taught the way they talked him into coming, the salary they gave him, the way he is in the locker room, the way guys respect him, uh, I think Pat Pete will be back next year. All right, let's talk quickly about the Penguins and Pit Hoops. Pit Hoops tomorrow at Duke. Man, it's looking like another long year around here. I thought after last season, the turnaround, making the tournament, winning a game, they're one and five in the ACC. Jeff, looking at one and, and six, and they're struggling at home. Yeah, and I, not making shots. I, I I mean, Blake Henson has not played well as of late. I mean, I don't give him much chance at Duke. Do well, you? And no, I don't. But and Jeff Cable said they're pressing at home. You know, you, you can see it that they're just they're trying so hard that they're making more mistakes than they need to. They need to get back to playing loose, being the underdog, playing with something uh, to prove, uh, take that pressure off themselves. I don't know if this is a game where you'll see the results of that, but there are some winnable games after this one. So hopefully they can at least find something in this game because that they don't have a ton of depth and you know their star freshman. It's is hard for with this transfer portal. They and, get these one and done guys right. and you're building a whole new team. The chemistry came together last year, right? Yeah. Magnificently. But Bob Carrington isn't going anywhere right now. No. Nope. I mean, he might think that he's I mean, I, the word he won and me. done with him, right? Yeah. Trust me. He's, Not ready. I mean, could he look at other schools? Yeah. That's an option. Well, they all look at other schools but anymore. But NBA for, for Bub Carrington right now, they're not interested. All right. The Penguins back in action tomorrow. It seems like it's been forever since they played. They played Monday and not playing again until Vegas tomorrow. 10-3-3 in the last 16, playing better but still on the outside looking in. And I had had on Bob Grove and also Tyler Kennedy today about, you know, when is Philly going to crash? When is Washington going to crash? They just keep going. Washington's the one. They they started to fall a little bit, and now they're, you know, their goal differential is amazing for a team that's sitting where they're sitting. And they've given them way more goals than they've scored, and yet they find themselves still in this position. It The point system makes it hard to climb. When you have a loser point, you know, the Penguins, uh, it's just hard to move over these teams with the loser. But I, I think the reality is, to to your point, because they're playing better, that eventually is going to show. They're going to play these teams that are in front of them, and if they can win some of those games, obviously that will allow them to climb. But uh, I just like what I've seen better on the ice, with an exception here or there. Well, the power play still stinks. There's no other way to and, say it. And, it, we and can a three-on-three three stinks, too, for whatever. Yeah. I, I can't figure that out. You know, if there's two areas you would think with all that skill that they would be good at, it would be power play and overtime, and they stink at both. I think Malkin's lost a lot. I do. I don't think he's as, nearly as quick as he used to be. Sid, obviously, is a machine at his age, Malkin a year older. Uh, he just has disappointed me a little bit. I think Grove said he's had uh, uh, two power play goals in the last 32 games. Just not good enough. And you can't. I mean, I mean it, um, it just happens to guys. Listen, right? and we've said, you know, 
was there mind games with not moving Kenny Pickett from being listed still as a number one play, number one quarterback? I don't think that they can move Malkin from the number one power play without a major without the disruption involved. in the force. Right. Hey, Michael Terrian told me that years ago. I said, why don't you split him up, Sid and him? And he goes, I can't. The egos don't allow me to do it, even if I wanted to. Because who's ever getting first power play time might get a minute 20 and the other guy gets 40. He said, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Egos come into this. You know? Yeah, and I don't think Carlson has fit. He's used to it being a certain way. This isn't his way. You know, it's almost like a basketball coach that lets guys be creative. And when you got the guys that are making shots, it works. That's been the thing under Sullivan. He wants them to be able to float around, to be able to make plays. He doesn't want to hamper their creativity. I think they need to have more structure on that power play. Uh, and you know when it worked a little bit? When they put like a Jeff Carter in front of the net. Yeah, they need that. They miss Hornquist so bad. And I love Jake and his heart, but he just gets knocked around there yeah. when he does. All right, Jeff, before I let you go, give me your picks for the weekend. Some great games I can't wait to watch. Houston at Baltimore. Baltimore's Baltimore. been off forever. Baltimore. You're not going to give C.J. Stroud a big shot? No, I, I think Baltimore is that good. I do. Maybe I'll be fooled because he, two other been, teams in the division Lamar's lost. been off for three weeks. I mean. But Lamar's so good. He's having such a big year, and this is a big step for Houston. I think Baltimore wins that one. Uh, I would tend to agree. How about uh, the next one is uh, who's Saturday night? It's uh, not Green Bay. Uh, yeah, it's Green Bay and the 49ers Saturday night. I actually picked the Green Bay win at Dallas. Did you? Uh, let me toot my own horn for a second. Uh, but did you pick a blowout like that? Did no. you pick a blowout like that? Uh, neither I, did, I, uh, You didn't see it coming, neither did Mike McCarthy. My mom uh, grew up in Wisconsin, a big Packer fan. Goal, pack, goal was their big thing. It, but I don't think they're going to win. In, I mean, San Francisco is that good. That uh, I mean, look at the weapons with Purdy and McCaffrey and Ayuk and Kittle and Samuel. They just have talent. Oozing, don't they? Wouldn't any quarterback love to throw to those guys? Oh. Nothing against Purdy, and I'm not a Purdy hater, but, man, that is a talented team. All right, uh, Sunday is Tampa Bay. I mean, we talked about May, uh, Baker Mayfield. What a story against Detroit. Dan Campbell. As you see the ticket price, average price, 1200 bucks to get in there. You think this reminds me even probably to a greater degree there than the Pirates-Reds game here. You wait so long for it. Oh. The Lions are trying to win back-to-back -back playoff games for the first time since 1957. I mean, it's kind of like if you think about like if the Pirates went on a run, right? And how crazy it would be here. Oh, uh, that's what I mean. In 13, and I'm, and I'm it happy, was. right? And I'm happy for all the Lions fans that went to Michigan State that they are getting to experience that. Not the other ones, <laughs> but the ones that went to Michigan State, that they are getting to experience this run, and that uh, run will continue. They're going to win again uh, play uh, at San Fran. All right. Let me – got to ask you one more thing now. Uh, KC at Buffalo, last one. Buff. I can't, I can't go against Mahomes. I can. I just it's, can't. It's his time. It's on the road at Buffalo. That place will be nuts. I mean – Nuts. They they were talking about this game before the Steeler game. Right. And not the players. I'm talking about the fans that, that we would see there. I mean, about how amped up they are for next week. Right. All right. Before I let you go, I know you want to offer heartfelt congrats to Coach Harbaugh at Michigan uh, for winning the national title. Um, I know you, you were very pleased for him and happy for him, right? 
Isn't you're talking about the guy that wants in his contract that he can't be fired for cheating? Yeah, right. Yeah, he, he's yeah. got the biggest cojones, but he's going to get it. Whether it's there or in the NFL, I personally yeah. think he's probably going to take the Chargers job. It makes sense. He's a California guy. And you also, get to work with Justin Herbert. And also, ahead of the law, it's coming for him at Michigan. It's just like Pete Carroll left USC to go to Seattle. Or Tressel left to become a president. Yeah, how about that? You're not deemed yeah. honorable enough to be a coach. You're, you're, you're fired with cause, and you're not allowed to run a program for 10 years. So we'll Why make you, you a university you? president. I always loved that one. It's about All right. fundraising, Ron. All right, Jeff, go home, get some rest, man. We'll look forward to talking to you next week, and uh, thank you for your time. Thanks, Ron. All right, the great Jeff Hathorn. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. It's brought to you by South Hills Kia in Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. All guests on the fan come to you on the fan hotline, presented by Sullivan Super Service, providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years. And social media's biggest loser, Starkey always gives it to Chris Muller. Brought to you by Awakening 180 Weight Loss. Reserve your consultation today at Awaken 180 Weight Loss. I got to talk just briefly about the Pirates a little bit in the next segment, if you can believe that, before Starkey and I make our picks at the end of the show. It is Cook and Joe on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. This is Sean Myers with your fan headlines. Penguins back in action for the first time since Monday as they play in Vegas against the defending Stanley Cup champion Golden Knights tomorrow night at 10 p.m. Also tomorrow night, Pitt men's basketball on the road against 7th-ranked Duke. That an 8 p.m. tip-off, but we'll have pregame coverage starting at 7.30. You can listen to right here on 93.7 The Fan or on the free Odyssey app. Fan headlines are powered by Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open for more. You can check out 93.7thefan.com. Starkey. Joe Starkey here. You know my history of Joe Potochnik with Joe Potochnik and with his mustache, I might add. The three of us have been out to breakfast on multiple occasions. Joe usually uh, orders for his mustache, but I have been on the rare occasion his mustache orders for him. It's quite a sight. Everybody in the restaurant stands at attention and just watches. This guy gets it done. That's what I'm here to say. Forget the colorful stories about the mustache. They've been out to my house a couple times. My friend A-Rod, Andrew Rodriguez, said exactly what he was going to do to fix the situation, and they fixed it, and I didn't worry about it. Period. End of story. And that's a good story if you're looking for somebody to take care of something at your home. Preventative or fix a problem you already have. $500 off right now. Any roofing or siding installation. Give them a call at JP Roofing and Siding. That's 412-829-7711. Again, that's 412 412- Eight two nine seven seven one one. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
The time is 1.37. Time to call Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. Why pay 40% when you can pay 25%? Call 888-98-TWINS. I said I'd talk about the Pirates just briefly, and I know we're going to get into it more with Joe next week. Uh, the over-under win totals came out for this year. Pirates not getting a lot of love. You might imagine the Dodgers are after their offseason splurge and Otani for one. 103 and a half wins for the Dodgers. 103 and a half. Atlanta's next at 102. Uh, now we go to the uh, Pirates division. Cubs 85 and a half. Cardinals 85. Cincinnati 82 and a half. Milwaukee 79. Where's the Pirates? 74 and a half. Not getting a lot of love from the wise guys. And I saw Jimmy Shapiro bet online AG sent out the odds of the Pirates making the playoffs, or I rather should say missing the playoffs. He had them, uh, BetOnline AG has them at almost 91% chance of not making the playoffs. I mentioned the over-under, 74.5, only one, two, only Kansas City, the Angels without Otani, Washington, the White Sox, Colorado, and Oakland have lower over-under win totals than the Pirates. Baseball America came out with its top 100 prospects uh, going into this season. There were four uh, Pirates, including one highly mentioned guy, and you might guess that would be Paul Skeens, the number one pick from LSU last year. He's considered ninth best prospect by uh, Baseball America. 59 is right-handed pitcher Bubba Chandler. Uh, 74 right-handed pitcher Jerry Jared Jones, uh, and the 77th prospect, uh, second baseman uh, Termar Johnson. So we'll talk a lot more about the Pirates, but not getting a lot of love, and they really haven't done much in the off season, right? I know they signed uh, a pitcher, Martin Perez, as uh, Pompiani said. He was really good in 2022. Uh, with a bad Rangers team, made the all-star team not so good last year. So we'll talk more Pirates uh, as we proceed. I'm sure Starkey will have some thoughts on those over-under win totals uh, as we get uh, rolling next week. Going to take a quick break. Starkey and I will do our picks of the week. And Joe is not here, but he actually felt so uh, so passionate about the Bills-Kansas City game that he sent in a taped message to uh, – Sean, don't call me Seth Myers. You'll hear that next when we come back. It's Cook and Joe on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. This is Sean Myers with your fan headlines. Penguins return to action for the first time since Monday. Tomorrow night in Vegas against the Golden Knights at 10 p.m. Also tomorrow, Pitt men's basketball in action against number seven Duke. That is on the road for the Panthers, who look to snap out of a four-game in five matchup setback that they're currently in. That an 8 p.m. tip-off, 7.30, our start time with the pregame show. Fan headlines are powered by Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open for more. You can check out 937thefan.com. All right, we are coming up to the 50 mark here on The Fan. It's brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge, Route 19 in Peters Township, where they are celebrating 
50 years in the South Hills. All right, Sean, Starkey isn't here, uh, but it is time to do our picks. He sent them in to you, and he also sent you a little bit of a tape uh, about the Buffalo-Kansas City game. So let's get to it, starting with Baltimore home against Houston. Baltimore a nine-and-a-half-point favorite uh, in that game. A lot of pressure on Lamar, man. He's got to take advantage of this home field advantage. I see Mark Andrews isn't expected to play tomorrow for Baltimore. Can they stop C.J. Stroud, or is the stage going to be a little too big uh, for C.J. Stroud? Uh, I'll let you give Joe's pick here first before I give you mine. Who's he got? All right. He says Texans cover but lose. Lamar wins it at the end for Baltimore, 30-27. to 27. All right. He's taking Houston. I'm taking Baltimore to cover. I think they're the better team. Um, I think, you know, is there going to be some satisfaction uh, for Houston to get to the uh, second round here? They just were so good against Cleveland last week. Can they march through another AFC North team? I don't know. I like Baltimore. They lead the league in sacks this year. Great defense. I think the magic for C.J. Stroud might run out, and he's been tremendous. Was he against Cleveland? 157.2 passer rating last year in their 45-14 win last week. Nine uh, touchdowns, no interceptions in the past six games. I don't think he's going to get out of this one uh, without uh, an interception. All right, the Saturday night game, Green Bay is at the 49ers. Another big spread, nine and a half points. Uh, San Francisco, just so loaded. Number one offense, number one rushing offense. Where do you start to stop them? I mean, Brock Purdy, uh, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle. Uh, I know Jordan Love has been sensational for Green Bay. He was so good last week against Dallas. Uh, same, just like uh, Stroud, 157.2 passer rating. And how about these stats for Love? Past nine games, 21 touchdowns, one interception. I get to go first on this one, Sean. I'm taking San Francisco to cover the big spread. I got the two favorites covering big spreads. How about Joe? Joe is apparently still having nightmares about Purdy imploding like he did against the Ravens. He thinks it's going to be close, but then the 49ers pull away late. He expects them to cover courtesy of a 37-23 victory over the pack. So we both have San Francisco. We, by the way, tied last week. We were both three and three. I think he thought he was going to get me uh, after I was stupid enough to take uh, Miami against Kansas City. He had Kansas City, but I was like had Buffalo over the Steelers covering the 10-point line. So I think he thought he was going to put me away. But now we have Baltimore different. San Francisco, we have the same. Let's move to this early Sunday game. Tampa at Detroit. Detroit, a six-and-a-half-point favorite in that game. Baker Mayfield coming in hot. But the Lions coming in hot as well. They beat Tampa Bay in October 20-6. to six, uh, Put up 380 yards on the, on the Tampa defense. I don't know if they can do it again. They're not top five in scoring, passing yards, rushing yards. Offense Detroit is. Uh, that's why Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator, is so much in demand. I think he's interviewing for just about every job. And how about this stat? Uh, the Lions trying to win consecutive playoff games for the first time since 1957. I'm going with Tampa Bay to cover. Uh, I think they'll, six and a half points. I think they'll keep it close. Who does Joe have? Joe expects a nail-biter. Tampa covers, but ultimately comes up just short. He expects the Lions to win 22-20. to 20. 
So we're close. All right, now the Kansas City-Buffalo game. I can't wait to uh, uh, hear this tape. Uh, He's so passionate. I know he grew up in Buffalo. He has a love-hate relationship with Buffalo. Um, I think he loves to be miserable because of the Bills because they've impacted his life that much, all those Super Bowl losses. Buffalo is a a two-and-a-half point favorite in this game. It's the first road game from Holmes uh, in the playoffs. Uh, this is a modern-day Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady, Mahomes versus Josh Allen. Uh, it's just, it just should be tremendous. The, the Chiefs have eliminated Buffalo in two of the past three years, but both games were in Kansas City. Can Josh Allen get it done at home uh, this week? I'm saying no. I'm going to say Kansas City wins the game outright. And, and we'll certainly cover the two-and-a-half-point spread. Let's hear the message from Mr. Starkey. Hello, Ron, and hello, Sean, don't call me Seth Myers. Let's get right to it, shall we? My last pick of the day, Chiefs 36, Bills 24. Let me tell you something here, Ron. I bought into the Bills playing at home with all kinds of emotion in the snow. This is their year, blah, 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 last year. When they had the inspiration of DeMar Hamlin, home game against the Bengals, snow falling like ticker tape, and a better, healthier team than they have now. And none of it worked. They fell apart like Kabali on a staircase, and they will again. It's always possible that Josh Allen goes full Michael Jordan, scores 70 points, and wills them to a win. But the fact of the matter is they're decimated on defense. I mean, like nobody's left. And they're going against Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes and the Chiefs have never hit the road for a playoff game. So what? You think the cold's going to bother them? It was colder than a witch's breast in a brass bra last weekend in Kansas City. And they flourished. They had their best offensive day of the year, I thought. You think Mahomes is going to be rattled by a, a road crowd? He's 38-11 and 11 on the road in his career. Virtually the same record he has at Arrowhead. And again, this offense, to me, looks markedly better. Rasheed Rice is now a go-to guy for him. Plus, and you and I have talked about this, Mahomes has a chance still to go down as the greatest quarterback of all time, even including Tom Brady. And he knows, and we know, and they know, and everybody knows that one year he's going to have to do it on the road, which could be a separator for him. I think he's going to get it done at least this week. Meanwhile, the fighting Taylor Swifts aren't showing up with Miles Jack and Eric Rowe on defense here, Ron. They're showing up with the best overall defense in the NFL. Believe that? They were the only unit to finish top two in yards allowed, points allowed, and sacks. And I'll bet you didn't know, Ron, that Kansas City held 15 opponents to 20 points or less, didn't allow a single 30-point game, Chris Jones up front, the best linebacker group in the AFC, and an elite cover corner in Legereus Sneed make them, well, a bigger challenge than Dulac answering a chat question from Johnny Sins or Dr. Cornfeder. The Chiefs are totally healthy, totally motivated, and totally ready to win. Sadly, it will be another swift exit for the Bills. Did you like that, horse? That is absolutely tremendous. I think he should do our show on tape. He's much better on tape 
than he is in person. What do you have? Dulac answering a chat. He has the big boy Caboli falling down a staircase. What? The witch's breast in a, a, a glass, a brass glass bra. He was tremendous. But he picked the Chiefs. So did I. So we go into this weekend's games. Uh, we both picked Kansas City. We both picked Tampa Bay. We both picked San Francisco. The only one we had is I have Baltimore. He has Houston. Nine and a half point spread in that line, uh, that game. And as Mike Tomlin always says, the road is getting narrow here. There's only three games left after this one. So whoever wins it, game between Baltimore and Houston with Joe and I will take a pretty commanding lead. I already kicked his butt in the regular season. This has been our What's Cooking segment brought to you by your local Geico rep, Tim Hester. Thank you, Mr. Hester. Also brought to you by Mr. Reuter. Thank you, Mr. Reuter. Call 412-REUTER2. Uh, fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevy. 2024 starts with great incentives on the Trailblazers, Blazers, Equinoxes, and Silverados. Uh, cold today, 28, a little warmer than yesterday. Looks like the snow has stopped going down to 12 tonight. Uh, fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevy, sunchevy.com, or the showroom on Sun Chevy uh, Route 19 in McMurray. Thanks, Sean. Don't call me Seth Myers. A fabulous job. I love working with you. But most of all, thanks to you for listening out there. Starkey and I know you make our show what it is. I've had an absolute blast doing it by myself uh, the last three days. I'm looking forward to doing it to, with Joe uh, on Monday uh, when he's back with me at 10 o'clock. Enjoy the football this weekend. Enjoy the Pitt basketball game. Hopefully they can compete against Duke and certainly enjoy the Penguins late night game at Vegas tomorrow. Have a great and safe weekend, Pittsburgh, and make sure you tune back in Monday morning at 10 to the Cook and Joe Show.